spinning is here. Hello to you all, and welcome to episode 32 of the Still Spinning Podcast. We are indeed still spinning. I'm Dan, she is Nicole, you are you, and we welcome you to another uh, broadcast. It's December. Can you believe that? Uh, I remember uh, a great night, uh, it was late December, back in 63. Oh no. It was a very special time for oh, me. Oh, boy. Um, do you know, I, I, I grew up listening to that song, right? I mean, that was, you know, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Late, oh, what a night. Late December sure, back sure. in 63. And I think I was probably like 23, 24 years old when I finally realized what that song was actually talking about. Is it, is it a song about sex? Oh, it's sex? about his first time having, you know. Yeah. Uh, They're all about sex. What a woman, what a night. Uh, how why did it take so long to see the light like the whole the whole thing mm-hmm. is clear if you know that every line is clearly about that and i don't know why i i guess maybe i thought my mom's not going to let me listen to a song growing up about this and yes yeah. yes she so did it, she she certainly did i believe most songs are about right some. but this one is pretty specifically about <laughs> this guy's first time what yeah. a lady what a night it, mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's yeah so Wow, we digressed and we right I didn't immediately even get, didn't even get through the intro yet. Nope. <laughs> All right. So make sure you, by the way, go to our website, stillspinningpodcast.com. There you can join us and be a what we call a spinner, which is a supporter of our podcast. And you get bonus episodes. You'll probably get a few things in the mail. I think next week they should be fingers Don't crossed. Pro- Not, come on. I, I've, Why look, would I'm you saying even fingers say that? crossed because I'm working on the project right now. Mm-hmm. I specifically said handmade. It's a handmade project, but I yes. haven't made them yet. And this week is when I'm going to find out if I can actually make them the way <laughs> I think I can. So um, that should, I have you know, faith in you. I I think I'm like eighty percent sure it should it should work. So, oh, well, you know what? That's a pretty high success rate. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll take that. Yeah, and if and I have I'm starting to create backup plans in case this plan doesn't there work. You go. So there's uh, there's my Danny. Anyway, still spinning podcast. Who's your Danny? <laughs> Stillspinningpodcast.com is the website. Uh, If you would like to go check it out, you can see our past episodes and hear our past episodes and all that kind of stuff there too. So, and buy some merch. Great gift ideas for the holidays. Oh yeah, your random friend who's never heard of the Still Spinning Podcast would love a Still Spinning Podcast T-shirt. Or that's right. Yeah, that's right. You can get one of those Still Spinning. The that's the alternate. This is the rejected logo. Right. Which it can't be rejected too much because we're using it on shirts. I use it all the time. Yeah. I like it. So, it's like an electric company type thing, right? Like it's, it gets a 70s, <sighs> early 80s vibe. Yeah. yeah. And I just think like this kind of shirt in general, like where it's like the iron on transfer. Do yeah. you remember going to stores and they would just have like the huge wall of iron on transfers and you got to pick? Yep. You picked the, your shirt and then mm-hmm. you picked the transfer and then they put it on a shirt and you thought that was the coolest thing in the world. There's still a store here in Chicago that does it. It's There's a lot of stores that still do. Like, it's you know, great. Like uh, gift shops. Like if you go into, like if you travel around, they'll mm-hmm. have, you know, like in, if they, like uh, we went up, we're in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. So That's they where have. often is. 
Well, but I mean, any like resort town, like the Dells will have them, the whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll have like the logo. Here's the Dell. Here, and they'll have like 50 different logos of the area. And then you just pick, I was like, I'll take that one and then that shirt and then just psh, pop it on. Now, for the record, though, these shirts here, the Still Spinning Podcast shirts, are not iron on. No, they are not. They're better quality than that. Yes, they are. They're going to last a little longer. Mm-hmm. That was a problem with the iron-on shirts. They faded away as I'm wearing a shirt that is fading right here. Yeah. Uh, you got to wash it inside out. I guess so. But um, anyway, so the, 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 they're real high-quality shirts. Get some for all your friends and family, and maybe mm-hmm. they'll start listening to the podcast. Oh, fingers crossed. If they have the shirt, they're like, well, I might as well. I'm <laughs> All I'm wearing right. the band tee. I might as well listen to the band. So interesting story I read this week about Walgreens, uh, Target, Walmart might be mm-hmm. going along the same lines here. Um, these stores, we'll start with this little nugget of information. These stores are getting, are just being slammed by people stealing from them. Yeah. Part of it is self-checkout. Sure. Because that makes it real easy to steal from. When they put self-checkout in, they all sat down on the computers and went, well, yeah, are people going to steal from us? Sure. But how much are people going to steal from us versus we save a lot of money by not paying people to do the checkout right. so we can afford to lose a little bit? Well, as with everything, when you can afford to lose a little bit, when eh, it's no big deal, people – and I don't understand why nobody ever figures this into the mat, to the equations – People who like to steal will tell other people who like to steal, and they'll tell other people who like to steal, and then people who don't steal will watch all these people stealing and go, why am I paying for it? Why don't I just start stealing this stuff? And it just spirals into everybody going, well, okay, they're not pressing charges. They're not, you know, they're not stopping well, you walking the out thing. the store. <clears throat> um, Wait, you've seen someone steal? Ah, I mean, I don't know. Like, but or just the, I, in theory. Like, in theory, but... yeah. I mean, I'm. You know, I guess I had no. Yes, I've seen people steal stuff. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. And I. I well, didn't we talk? I saw this happen at the grocery store where a person like just pretended to put to like scan something and they didn't scan it. It was like like uh, twenty four packs of soda and they had like five of them and they oh. put them up on the thing and they moved it over and set it down. It did not beep. It did not anything. But they were just basically doing it for the camera. And I told the person at the I'm like, hey. That those did not get scanned. They're putting them. The person actually said, "Yeah, that happens." <laughs> Man, I can't even put my my self checkout bags on that little sensor thing without it swearing rest, at me. The rest of us who are trying to Jeez. do this right, it's so frustrating, right? You're trying to move, try, and then and then <clears throat> all you have to do is just nobody's gonna. They don't press charges. They don't care. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna lose a little bit. And it. So this is happening all over the place. Yeah. I think in Chicago, the threshold is $1,000. If they haven't stole $1,000, like. And by the way, right, that's, I think that, is mm-hmm. that an Illinois thing or is that a, Maybe. I think I that might, because guess, I had heard stories that people will go in and they will do the math. They will steal oh, $955 sure. worth of stuff because it's not a felony. If you don't go over $1,000, it's basically a misdemeanor ticket. So they will literally sit there and walk through the store and go, all right, 20, 60, 80, they'll just. And, and they just can, walk out. and they'll yeah. walk out and like, yeah, if I get caught, it'll be a ticket. I'll lose the stuff, but you know, whatever. We have such a screwed up system now in this country. Like we don't punish people for anything. We don't, we <laughs> just, it, we, anyway, that's neither here nor there, but the problem is what it's doing to the rest of us. Right. And here's how Target 
specifically, uh, I'm sorry, specifically Walgreens. Walgreens, but Target and Walmart are both looking at doing something like this. They're sort of, we're going to redo the inside of their store. Mm-hmm. Right now, the high-thieved items in stores, do you know what they are? Like if you... Razors, I mm-hmm. think, is one of them. Um, I, uh, like there's some medications, I think, that, uh, like anything with Sudafed in it. Pregnancy tests are a big oh, one. Oh, really? Uh, and actually, a pregnancy test, a lot of people will just... They can Go get. They, yeah, they don't try to. They don't steal them. They don't walk out of the store with them. They walk into the women's bathroom with them and do the pregnancy test and then sure. come out. But uh, I guess like feminine hygiene products are pretty high on the list of of things that get stolen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, razors are the big one. Uh, and so you know how how many years have you walked into a store and you see the razors there and you actually have to either take a card up or have somebody come unlock the. Right, just come unlock yep. the case so you can get it out of there. And there are more and more products being added to this list all the time. Where if you walk into a Walgreens now, there's about ten or fifteen different products that are locked up. Mm-hmm. So somebody says, "Why don't we just lock up everything?" Oh my god! And you're not going to shop. Basically, Walgreens is starting to create a store model where you walk in, you go up to a kiosk, you order on the kiosk, just like Ugh. you would on a computer, and then everything <clears throat> you pay. And then everything is brought up to you. Walgreens looks at that and goes, hey, that way, no, you know, we don't have to lock everything up and we don't have to. And actually, it's better for the store because they don't have to have like a big giant, you know, store area. They keep clean and everything. Sure. Basically, you just walk in, order off the computer and somebody goes in the back or I'm sure the computer or the machines will pull it all together and bring it up and put it. So, again, they're saving money. But more importantly, they're not losing anything to people stealing it because you've already paid for it by the time it comes up. Man, I hate this idea. Right, because basically what they're doing is online ordering, right. except you're doing it there. I would also think they would lose money in sales doing this because how often are you in a Walgreens or a Target or whatever, and you go in with your list of four items and yep. you come out like $120 later. Yep, all I, the, the time. They call it the basket effect, um, specifically when you go to buy cigarettes. And I know this because I used to have a job where I would do role plays to sell to help people sell cigarettes that's right um but they call it the basket effect where you go into a store for one thing but while you're in there you might as well grab this and that like i'm not doing that if i have to go in a kiosk nobody i'm just like here's exactly what i need just give it to me again because of their decisions now it's a new math formula it's not how much are we losing because Mm -hmm. of sales now it's how much are we losing from these other you know from people you know our average customer comes in and spends eighty dollars well, now the average customer might come in and spend only forty dollars. Yep. But they're not losing anything from people stealing from the store. It's all one big math. Everything in the world, everything in life, is one big math formula. Oh and God, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you if don't have to do the math. Somebody uh, else. Don't worry. Somebody, somebody else is doing the math for you. Somewhere I have to do the math. I'm sure. It's just, why can't we just follow the damn rules? Honestly. And then why don't we punish people? You know, you know, I've talked about this um, before. Uh, these companies will come up with rules, but they don't enforce the rules. And then everybody right. who obeys yes. the rules, we get screwed and we can sit there and watch. And I tell you, I was flying this weekend and um, it's the same thing. Like, for example, overhead cases, mm-hmm. overhead space. I walked onto this plane and I could not find a space anywhere near me for overhead, you know, in the overhead case. My actually, she, it actually ended up working out because she took it up front. So I just had to, when I walked off the plane and grabbed it on my way out, that worked well. Uh, But 
just the size of these cases that people are putting up there. The size, this, I'm like, this is a suitcase. This is not an. This is not a carry-on bag. Mm-hmm. You guys have signs out there saying, "Here's the size. Here's the limit for the carry-on bag," and. Uh, They've always given you like an extra inch or two, right? Just like, okay, yeah. that's fine. But I'm telling you, people have now taken advantage of that, and they don't enforce it. People are walking on there. Nicole, I'm not kidding. It's like a medium-sized suitcase oh, yeah. that people are putting on there, and they can't fit them the length of the way in the mm-hmm. overhead. But So now they got to turn it sideways. Well, now nobody else can put a bag in there, and all they have to do is enforce their own rule, and they won't do it. And, and I y- – yes, and it infuriates me, but at the same time, I can see how – if that's your job, you've worked at the at the airport. You know how people are. Yeah. Telling people over and over again, no, and just like dealing with that hassle. I think there's some element of people who are just like, I don't get paid enough for this. No, like, here's what here's what needs to happen. Here's what's going to have to happen for for this. Uh, you know, you and I don't know who's in charge of doing it. I don't know where it comes in, you know, but like somebody, okay, you're walking on the plane and I don't know if it's the, I don't want to add this to the flight attendant's duties because they're good. But somebody's going to have to go, that bag will not fit in the overhead compartment. Here's the thing. This is, you know, you've had several chances. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to leave the bag right here. We're going to put it underneath the plane. And then mm-hmm. once we let out, it's it, the gate check, right? Then yep. once we let I love out, gate we'll, check. yeah, then we'll I bring it, it back out and set it right here. And people are like, no, I don't, I can't <clears> wait that long. Well, too bad. Your bag is clearly too big. You've been told at three or four separate points. Right <laughs> on your on your uh, arrival here to this gate, that that bag is not going to fit, and you didn't want to do anything about it. So now we're going to do something. You cannot take that bag on the plane. They should make it where everybody just has to put their stuff into the thing. Like you walk up, you hand them your ticket, you walk to the next stage, you put your suitcase in the little sizer. Yeah, that should so that be everybody part of, has to do it. And that then should just be part like, of the process. Yep, like agreed. when you're walking on the plane, there's the thing. Put your bag in there. Yep. Bing. Okay, you can carry the bag on with you. Yep. Eh. Nope. Sorry, that bag's going underneath the airplane. I love a gate check. I actually, if I, you know, have my carry on, as soon as they ask for gate checks, I'm the first person up there. I'm like, here you go. Because then I don't have to worry about finding the space above my head. Yeah, but you know what this last, what? The last plane that I was just on that did this, it asked for people to gate check something. Mm -hmm. They didn't actually, gate check to me always meant they would put it underneath the plane, right? They would, right. And then they would grab it off and you could get it as you walked off the thing. Correct. That's not what I'm, the last one, the gate check, they told me you're going to have to pick up all your bags at luggage. Oh, then no. Right. That's, that's, that's not, that's not like, gate check. No, that's I'm just taking it with me. Checking the bag into the, right. Because um, yeah. I was going to do it. And she's like, and I said, so I was like, I've got a tight connection. How long for the bag to get off the airplane? She goes, oh, no, it goes underneath and then gets put into the luggage carousel. And I'm like, oh, pass. Sorry. Yep. No, no that. way. I've never had that. I've never had that happen. It's, yeah, that was it's a always new been was, like, oh, yeah. man, who'd yep. you fly? Delta. Uh, screw Delta. For many reasons. Right. Uh, although I say it, I don't think they're any worse than anybody else now. Like, Yeah, I think it's just a it's just a, mat- a game of chance. We're just cattle now. Just getting <laughs> herded onto the plane, off to the, you know. <clears throat> Unless you're in the front. That's pretty nice up there. It is pretty nice in the front of the plane. But I'm man, not going to lie. that's expensive. It is expensive. Sometimes, though. Sometimes it's a small upgrade fee. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Delta has their Comfort Plus I think all airlines have that now, like yeah, so it's not quite elements. first class, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit more. That's pretty. That's pretty worth it. On on my way back, on my last flight, I actually so I did four flights this weekend. Jesus. Um. Well, just connecting, connecting. You know, um. I did. I went to so I went to Minneapolis, then to Kansas City, 
did a show at Kansas City, flew back to Minneapolis, did a show in Minneapolis, and then flew home the next day. So okay. um, a lot of early. And I and travel tip, if you have to be somewhere, take the first flight in the morning. Cause right. It's the most likely to always, be on time. Your, your flights screw up as they go throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the whole aviation day gets screwed up throughout the day. Usually those first flights, unless there's a weather thing going on. Usually those yeah. first flights, everything goes. So, uh, but but on my way back, I did not do the Comfort Plus, and um, you paid I, for it. I was sitting next to somebody who was, uh, I well, just it was it was not comfortable. It was not a comfortable ride for yeah. me, and I, I'm also not a small person, and so. Right. But I mean, I had to I had to use like I had to sit like this the whole time because this person felt the need to uh, mm-hmm. stretch out everywhere and and this and also very nervous flyer oh, the, leg, no. the leg kept moving both legs like oh, oh I gotta no go somewhere. i gotta get somewhere i gotta get somewhere you know blah, blah, blah. And that I just almost, shakes the whole row well i almost asked i almost said hey you okay you need like medical help or something because you're yeah shake it over there um but i just like eh, i'm not getting involved it's an hour flight right <laughs> if, if this were a two-hour flight now i was gonna have yeah. to you know get to know this person i don't i'm like this one i just pop it in my earbuds closing yep. my eyes and just sitting over here like this up against the wall like the most uncomfortable you've ever been yeah i flew standby once and i got like the last seat on the plane and it was the middle seat and i had my winter coat on and i didn't like take it off before i sat down and then i felt very awkward and uncomfortable and i just sat there sweating like the whole flight luckily it was only to st louis it was a pretty short flight but it still was just like oh my god i've never been more uncomfortable and I'm pretty sure I was sitting next to a monk. I think that's the flight. It was next to a monk, which I thought was kind of cool. Tony Shalhoub? It was not the monk. Who, by the way, I just found out that he's from Green Bay, and he is a big Green Bay Packer fan. You didn't know this. I had no, no he, idea. Yeah, no. His, yeah, he's from, I think, is he from Appleton? Up, he's I don't up, know. I just saw an somewhere. article that said Green Bay, but you know how people, like, there are people, nothing right. drives me more insane then someone you meet, you're out in the world, and they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I live in Chicago." They're like, "Oh my god, I'm from Chicago." I was like, "Oh, where?" Schaumburg. Schaumburg is not Chicago. It takes like an hour to get to Schaumburg from here. It's one thing about? if somebody is from like Montana or Wyoming or or Kansas, and mm-hmm. you say, and you're and you live in, let's say, Naperville. Uh, it's one thing when they go, "Where you live? Where are you from?" I'm from Chicago. It's one thing to say that to somebody because mm-hmm. it's just. You know, oh, it's Naperville, it's a suburb, an hour west of Chicago, blah, blah. But if if you know the person you're talking to is from Chicago, never say you're from Chicago if you're not actually no. from, like, you're living in Chicago. We judge you so freaking Stokey, hard. not Chicago. Nope. Uh, Lincolnwood? Nope. Northbrook? Not nope. Chicago. Uh, what's the one? I'm thinking of the, what's the big one down south? Oak. Uh, la, 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 oh, there's la, a bunch of oaks. There's yeah. oak. There's oak brook. There's oak. Oh, I'm thinking uh, of the big one down. Maybe it's even not. I don't know. I What's don't know. Ten, Oh, there's Tinley Park. Nope, you're not from nope. Chicago. You're from. And it takes a long time to get to those places from Chicago. Right. It's Drives not... me absolutely bonkers. Yes. It's something I did not understand before I lived here because I would I would come like from Milwaukee and go to Schaumburg. They had a big uh, arcade there called Gameworks. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, hey, Chicago friends, come join us. You know, it's Schaumburg. It's like right there. And they're like, I'm not going to Schaumburg. And now I'm the ex- I'm that absolutely that person. I'm like absolutely not. So no. um, w- many years ago, uh, I had somebody book a show, and they're like, "Oh, it's in Chicago." Now this can't happen now because the way I have all my stuff set up. But at the time, they're like, "Oh, I'm in Chicago, South South Chicago." There, 
I'm like, oh, okay. So in my head, I'm thinking suburbs, right? And everything. Yeah. And so they send me the address. Do you know what they, so what they told me the show was in Chicago or okay. just south, just south of Chicago. So I'm thinking what, what are the, like the parks down there, right? Like just, you know, sure. that little area. It was Kankakee. Oh, I'm like, that's not South. That's not Chicago. That really no. is not even borderline Chicago. That no. is. That's even, far. Even people from Kankakee would not say, where are you from? From Chicago. Nobody would say that in Kankakee. No. It's like people in Rockford who now want to say they're part of Chicago. Rockford? Oh, yeah. Well, the airport. Come on. The Rockford airport is the Rockford Chicago International Airport. What? They put Chicago in the name of the airport. That's hours away. Well, it's just an. Exp- I mean, uh, yes, it is. It's yeah. an hour and hour and a half. But you know what? So is sometimes. So can Naperville be right? Naperville Correct, could be an which hour is also and a half. not Chicago. Right, right. That is my point. I just uh, some friends of mine just started a new gig. Uh, they found this on LinkedIn. It's like for a game room where you go in and you play games, you know, and they're like hosts or whatever. And they applied because it said Chicago, so they applied. It's in Lombard. Yeah. Which is not in Chicago. No. And some people don't have cars. Like, that's a very common thing to not have a car in Chicago because if it's in the city, it's very easy to get around. Like, you know, I'm just like, you don't just knock it off. Just stop. Yes. You've got buses. You've got trains. You've mm-hmm. got Ubers. At the, if you need to, you can carjack somebody. Uh, I think you get one or two free ones now right. with the new oh, laws boy. they passed in Illinois. All right. Calm down. Yeah, I'm not kind of I'm kind of not wrong, but you're definitely not wrong. <laughs> this is another wrong. reason that I have a car that is 20. Right. Actually, it's 21 years old this yep. year. Yep. And yep. honestly, you know, if I, I think if I lived in a city like you did, I would probably use one of those car like zip cars or one of those other mm-hmm. services where if I needed a car, I could just get one for. a. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, probably Uber, depending on how much you you would travel. It depends. Uber prices are finally coming back down to where they were reasonable. They used to be pretty cheap. And then pandemic hit and there were less drivers and like demand was really high. And And then it was really expensive. And you can still get screwed depending what time you're going. If there's like, you know, a Bulls game letting out or something, Mm -hmm. then you're going to pay the surge prices. And you you want nothing to do with the Bulls game, right? Or you don't care about the Blackhawks game, but it doesn't matter because there's one letting out. And now the surge prices are up there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I think I paid. $75 $75 to get home from Riot Fest with yeah. the surge prices. I think rather than buy a new car and have car payments in Chicago, I'd probably try to find a way to go Work without one. Because you go, mm-hmm. look, you know, 500 bucks a month, if I can budget that for, you know, Uber rides and, and bus, fe- you know, bus and all that stuff, I yeah. think you'd probably, I think probably you'd probably do that. Because then you don't have to buy insurance either. Right. Like, and you don't have to pay to park it. Which you're going to have to in Chicago. Or try to find a, right. try to find a parking spot. Ugh, yeah. What a pain in the ass. Anywho. All right. So there's topic number one. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> that might be a record, everybody. <laughs> 22 minutes. 22 minutes talking about Walgreens. Weren't uh, we? Isn't that how that started? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Life. So here's, all right. Now tell me how much this would, this, oh, I could just imagine. There's a company. It's actually called Life at Sea. Oh, it was okay. a cruise that promised a three-year voyage to Ugh. 375 ports in 135 countries. Three years on a boat? Three years on a boat. Um, $85,000 is what Whoa. people paid to do this. Now, That's actually probably not terrible for living for three years. And that included like your foods and all. Yes. So, right. All your foods? All your foods, your drinks, your foods, your drinks, and all your other you know like the- stuff. All the stops? That's like, uh, Maybe that's probably actually not a bad deal. 
Yeah, I thought so. And and so like the and and they said you would have high quality internet the whole time. So a lot nice. of people who worked full, you know, like, hey, why wouldn't I do that? I could work on the boat, I could work and then in the evening we I, we're in Morocco. I can go out here. And you know cool. what I mean? Like right. To me, so I see this and I read this and I'm like, well, that sounds kind of cool. Um well, the ship Uh-oh. was supposed to leave Istanbul, Turkey on November 1st. Uh, okay. It was delayed a couple of times, and now finally the ship on November 11th, they decided to, I'm sorry, November 17th, they just canceled the whole thing. So, how mad would you be Holy if you moly. had planned on a three, you had like, you either sold your house, right. you got rid of your apartment, you don't have a place oh to live God. anymore, you have a job. Everything you have focused on is like for the next three years, I'm doing this. And then a couple of days before it's supposed to go, <laughs> they cancel it. That's a there's some lawsuits coming their way, but I'm guessing there's also bankruptcy. Well, they and apparently they, they're going, they said they're going to pay. Yeah, the, the ship, they they like, I guess it had something to do with the ship. Like the ship was supposed to go on the motor vessel Gemini. They later decided to buy a try and buy a larger cruise ship. Okay. Um, they were in the process of buying this larger cruise ship, and the company selling it actually sold it to somebody else. <laughs> so now, is there they, really that much of a demand for like used cruise ships? So I now they're so. yeah, yes. Yeah, so now they're out of a ship. Well, that's kind of what happened to the people planning on going to the ship, right? Like I sold my place to live. I sold this, yeah. And all of a sudden, the place that I was supposed to be going to just went. Nah, we can't do it. So. Wow. It actually sounded like, like I said, 375 ports, 135 countries. Uh, it was, th- and actually, it was $30,000 a year. That's not so bad. You could do one, two, or three years, but you had a lot of people signing up for the full three year cruise. Sure. Yeah, I don't think that's terrible for, you know, for all your food, everything being Man, taken care of. You are screwed if you were supposed to be on that ship. You're absolutely screwed. And you've already paid them $29,000 for the first year, or maybe some people pay for the whole thing. And then, yeah. so now you have to, you know, hurry up and find a place to live while you're still waiting for your $80,000 refund. Wow. Yeah. I would be uh, very, very unhappy with that. I guess. I also, yeah. No, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was going to say that if I were to ever plan something like that, I would kind of want to make sure that I would not want to go on the inaugural. Right. You want that to have the kinks worked out first, like yep. the processes, like get a review or two from people who did it. Like, was the food actually good? Because once you're on a boat, you can't just run to the target right. or the jewel. or right. And you're halfway through your cruise, right? You're halfway the through the and cruise save. and then something happens and you just don't. Uh, yeah, that, I, yeah. Uh, that, this sounds like, just again, let, it's like software. I used to be an early adopter until you get screwed on that and then i'm like you know what i'll give it i'll give it a couple months apple's gonna upgrade unless they're telling me upgrade right now it's a security upgrade do this right now uh but when you know when ios when the new 17 one came out everybody's like oh i waited about you know three weeks to let everybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) to let all the problems happen and then and then i upgraded all the bug fixes all those releases to come out and then you're like i just do it in one fell swoop yep exactly oh man that is a that is a bummer that is a bummer. Well, good news, everybody. TikTok has a new relationship test. I'm using test in air quotes. I wasn't, but in my brain, I was. And it is called the orange peel theory. I mean, I don't I do not do the talk. I feel like I'm probably on the older side to do the talk. I probably should. No, there's a lot of people our age on the talk now. On uh, the talk? Which is actually making the younger people leave the talk. 
because mm-hmm. they're like the same thing with Facebook, right? It used to be all college kids, and then now the adults took over, and they're yeah. like, "God, let's get out of here." Say, uh, what was the other big one that happened with um, MySpace? Now, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Snapchat. It oh, was. Uh, I don't know. There was another one that everybody was it uh, maybe Instagram. I don't remember, but another one came out where it was like your kids were like, "Hey, this is our space," and then the adults went, "No, we think it's cool too," and they're like, "God." Dang it, every time. I feel like the kids don't even tell us what their thing is anymore because yeah. they don't want it to happen. Yeah, there's probably like five or six things out there that I'm we sure don't know about. Are. Yeah, yeah, which is I bet, fine. yeah, exactly. So the orange peel theory, by the way, its hashtag has gotten over 35 million views as of this weekend when this story came out. So what the theory is, is you, let's say you like to eat oranges, but you don't want to peel the orange. So you ask your significant other, hey, would you mind peeling this orange for me? And if they say, oh, yes, of course, I would love to peel this orange for you. That's great. If they say no, it's a deal breaker. End the relationship. They're going to be horrible to you. Um, I mean, it's not that drastic. But basically, the idea is if you ask your significant other to do a small favor for you, that is a good sign of a good, healthy relationship if they say yes. If they say no, then they're probably not going to do jack squat for you. And I got to tell you, I think an orange peel test is a very strange way to to make that delineation. I would say this. If you have to depend on a piece of fruit, <laughs> you, already, test, you already know this. What do you mean test? Test it's what? Test. You already know the answer to this question. This is the part. This is the thing where it cracks me up when people are like, oh, you got to do this test to do this. You already know these things. And if you don't, then, you know, and then the problem is, yes, you don't you already know if your person you're with is a good person or not? Can you not see that? I mean, okay, you're on your second date. Then, of course, they're going to peel the fruit for you because they would like to peel other things. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes, second date. Yes, they're going to do it. But like if you've been with somebody for a year and a half and you're trying to see if they're a good person by handing them a piece of fruit, that's just it's stupid yeah it's weird to me it's very uh yeah i don't buy it i think it's weird i think it's a weird test i similar to you i think you know if someone is going to do the things that you need because not everyone is a act like this would be an act of service like that's a love language right like if you do things for someone that's either their love language giving or receiving but it's not everybody's. So that might not mean jack to somebody. They might be like, I don't give a crap if you peel my orange or not. Are you going to like hold my hand? Because physical touch is their thing. Do you ever do the, um, the what is it called? The five love languages? Do you ever take the love language test to see like what your no. receiving and giving love languages are? No. Some it's, some it's like words of affirmation, um, acts, acts of kindness, Physical touch is one. Oh, I can't remember what the other ones are. But it's essentially just testing one of those. And I, I, I don't know how the talkers come up with these strange ass things. Or get 35. How did they get 35 million because views for peeling stupid. an orange? And we have like eight viewers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. We have way more than eight viewers, okay, by the know, way. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know how people, I don't, I don't, what would be more interesting is to do like a, get somebody who's been married for like 15 years and ask them to do, uh, Hey, would you peel this orange for me? Uh, should we test? Well, well, the reason is before Wednesday, because, um, 
so the rule so let's see if they're kind of in love with you or really in love with you or madly in love with you i think if they're okay madly in love with you they might do it if they're no 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 i take that back it's not going to happen. They're not going to peel the orange for you, period. <laughs> you don't think? If, I think... They, if they politely tell you no, they're madly in love with you. If they <laughs> say, get that out of my face, they're kind of like you. Mm-hmm. They're, they're mostly in love with you, and they're not a lot of love if they swear at you. Right. I think or that's throw what the it is. orange. Yes, cause, yeah, or throw, throw the orange you. back at you. Yes, because <laughs> Peel the peeling orange. is not going to happen. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think my SO would peel it if I asked him to. Actually, I, of course, yeah, right. Like I, I you, would. Yours I would, would too. Yes, um, and I would too. I would. But you'd bitch about I'd it. I'd bitch the entire time. Like, why can't you peel your? I would do it, <laughs> but I'd be like, why can't you peel an orange? What happened? Blah blah blah. You know, you're, you're your fingers broken. Can you not peel the orange? Yep. But I oh. would do it. So exactly. Well, yes. you know, you fight. You figure out. You fig. You know who you're married to. Right. You know what I mean. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like the worst at all of those, like the dating tips and the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any dating tips. I didn't date. I right. Liked, so you I, just <laughs> met a girl got, and married her. On, we got engaged on our second date and we were married less than a year later and we've been married for 30 years. So I. You, you should write like a, like a, I don't know if it's a book or a movie or a TV show about your, your relationship. It would be beginnings. a pamphlet. What's that? If it was if it was about my relationship beginnings, it would be a pamphlet. A pamphlet. <laughs> it would be, Here's a one page one pager. Yeah, it'd be a one pager, <laughs> bullet pointed. We went out. We went to the zoo. How uh, did we, the proposal happen on the second? She date? told me. We. She said, "I think we should get married." I'm like, at first I told her no, because I'm an idiot. And then the second, well, yes. and I, th- I think that was the first date. She said we should get married. Then on the second date, I said, "All right, you want to get married?" She's like, "Yeah, okay." And we picked the date, and we're like, "Okay, there you go, done." All right. That was works 30, for some thirty some years ago. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. She's put up with you for thirty some years. That's yes. If there's any miracle in all of this, it's mm-hmm. that she has not beat me over the head with an oar, or well, thrown well, an orange at you. Seriously, we're riding down. Like I, I think about this kind of stuff all the time. Like we're we're at um, uh, where we're oh uh, Glacier National Park, and we were mm-hmm. doing like one of those or you know you get in the rowboats, and you just kind of float down the river. Okay. Uh, and I mean this is beautiful, right? Beautiful canyon. There is yeah. nobody around for miles, and she is sitting behind me with a big wooden blunt object. She could have taken you out. And I'm like, if she does, first of all, I can't be mad at her because I'm like, ah, yeah, you're probably right. That's probably about time for that. Um. <laughs> That you made it this far is right, amazing I'm enough. Like, hey, it's like... pretty good. I had, had a great run here. And like, this would be the perfect place to do it. Like, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, sure. look, he fell out. His head hit a rock. I mean, so, and she didn't do it. So, here we are. Yep. All right. Well, so we, we, we covered today's show just fine, Nicole. We did it. We did three. topics, yes. We got, it. we got them in. All right. All right, everybody. Well, this has been episode number 32 of the Still Spinning Podcast. As always, you can find out more information on our website, stillspinningpodcast.com. You can follow us on uh, on Facebook. You can follow us on YouTube. You can subscribe to be one of our spinners, either through our website, the aforementioned website, or directly on Spotify. Any level of uh, sponsorship gets you some bonus content. And uh, depending on your levels, you get additional things. Those of you who were lucky enough to sign up by last Friday, 
We're also getting a little Christmas bonus, if you know what I'm saying. That's right. Oh, I wish it was cash. Jams and it's a year-long membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. That's a gift that keeps on giving, Clark. All right, everyone. We will be back next week with our regularly scheduled program. And uh, Spinners, expect some bonus content later this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Still spinning.